Michael Scott once said, Crazy world, lot of smells. He couldn't have been more right. This is a weird, crazy, smelly world we live in. Today we'll be kicking back and having a casual conversation about the strangest of life, Grimes and Ewan's new baby, and a little boy with a big Lamborghini dream. Take off your fancy jeans and put on those pajama pants. It's time for a comfy bowl of dude soup. Someday we'll get that new one. Someday. I know. Someday. Someday we'll get that new one. Don't get excited because then you're just going to, you won't be able to maintain that excitement. Just How y'all doing today? I'm 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 currently joined by uh, it's me John Smith. I'm currently joined by Adam Kovic. Hey John, and the Willemses, James hey, and Elise John. Willems. Thank, thank you, you for having us, John. I loved your Michael Scott quote. Oh, thank you. It's a great quote, and also, fancy jeans was a also an office reference. Yeah, John. When was the last time you wore jeans? Ooh, when was when did, I guess, March. And I don't you know, mean like I ha- denim underwear. <laughs> I haven't worn <laughs> pants or really bottoms in over a month. Is so. that true? You go out. You've gone you out, do not go want shopping. me to stand up. Mm. I, everyone on the podcast should stand up. And reveal I'm wearing themselves. Shorts. I'm wearing shorts. Look uh-huh. at this. Yeah. No problem. No problem. Yeah. All right. Recently, I, I'm wearing, I was wearing a swimsuit. <laughs> what? A swimsuit? <laughs> These are nice. What is James wearing? Khakis? Khaki oh, okay, shirt. yeah. It is oh, getting shorts. hotter, so. How unprofessional yeah. Yeah, are you? I'm, I'm, I, again, I'm dressing the same way I would if I went into the office. I was wearing jeans for most of April, jeans and slacks and stuff for most of April, even when I was sitting mm-hmm. here at my desk. And now it's a little bit hotter, so I said, all right, well, it's time for shorts. So then I switched to shorts. But I, it's not, it's, I, it can't be Did you be yell time shorts. for shorts? Did I what? Did you go, time for shorts? Yeah, I did. I stated it out <laughs> loud, and I, like, hopped out of bed. You can never you can never commit to the office, though, with sandals, because there would always be that off day where it would be cold, and then there's no going back. But if you go to the office wearing shoes, you can choose to walk around barefoot, and everyone's accepting of that. I would never go to the office wearing sandals. Not in a million yeah, years. No. I've definitely I, worn sandals. There's, I mean, I know you have, but then the I know Adam has, but only when he had a toe infection that he needed like <laughs> surgery on or whatever. Um, <laughs> I had an I had an ingrown uh, big toenail that again for like four to, times, right? <laughs> two times. The first mm-hmm. time the doctor like fixed it actually now that i think about it it may have been on two different feet um <laughs> create a free so, account and join us in chat so you can hear all about <laughs> <laughs> um so TMI. uh TMI. first first things first how's everybody doing today how's your week been i guess it's early into the week for us at the time we're recording this on a tuesday so it's well early, how's your I last week tell. how was how's the time since you've been asked that question been <laughs> Last week was a busy week. We yeah. got drunk at 3 p.m. on Thursday, unintended. Mm-hmm. That did well, happen. Somewhat, you keep saying unintended, except mm. there you had complete control over the situation. No, I didn't. Just I like felt a true pressured. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to go to HR? No. <laughs> say, say, state now publicly for the record that you won't go to HR. <laughs> Who's HR? <laughs> 
Just some Howard guy. Ron- Howard Ronson. HR Guffin e- stuff. Elon's new kid. HR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kid's middle name might be HR Geiger or something in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but um, how are you, John? How are you doing? I'm good. Next question. Oh, this no, uh, I'm, do- I'm doing I'll- good. You know, I went grocery shopping. I did meal prep. Um, What'd you prep? Tell me what you prepped. uh, You're not going to be proud of me because I prepped very good meals. It's very delicious. Oh, well, then I am going to be proud of you. I did roasted veggies, some onion, some uh, Brussels sprouts, some asparagus, some carrots. Wonderful. And I made my famous, my world famous, fully loaded mashed potatoes, which is where... You make mashed potatoes, but then you put all the ingredients of a baked potato in it, like cheddar cheese, bacon, and onion. And then I made pan-fried pork chops. That sounds pretty good uh, to me. Some of those Omaha steaks from like nine months ago, I took them out of the freezer. (laughs) Dude, we're going into a pork shortage. What are you doing? Yeah. We are? Apparently, right? Isn't that a thing? pork you get. I I saw that one in five Wendy's don't have beef. Where's the Where's beef? Where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> We're asking this question. Yeah. I, I can think... I find the if someone? Yeah, someone will drive up to the Wendy's drive-through unironically. Yeah, where's the beef? When when John <laughs> said he meal prepped, but I wouldn't be happy about it. I thought he was gonna say he like pre-portioned all of his frosted flakes. He's like, all I have to do is add the milk. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not healthy. Yeah, sure. Pan-fried yeah. pork chops, fully loaded mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not ideal. The veggies, at least, are are pretty good. Elise is Elise wants me to get something, so yeah. I need to grab something for her. Sorry for the interruption. Okay. By the way, I got it's my. It's gonna only gonna make the podcast James better. I promise. Talk me into it. Oh, are Gives you making me grab pork? Um, I I smoked ribs, pork ribs, and now I realize that so that that that's a rare thing that we're not gonna have that anymore. Is that gone? Oh, really? All the pigs are dying. I don't know. I mean, I saw I saw a video dying. of an onion farmer uh, with like an ocean of onions because the uh, chain lines or distribution lines have been broken. I don't want to talk about all this shat- sad apocalyptic <laughs> shit. No, I got something happy oh. to talk about. What do you got? Speaking of. Oh, what is it? It was my birthday within the last calendar week. 34 years, years young. Wow. And, um, why'd you say, why'd you say, oh, like in such a sad way? He said, like, wow. No, I said, oh. wow. Like he can't believe you're that <laughs> fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> um, and James got me, he got me several presents. Um, and one of them Aww. was a piece of fan art that had been done of me. He got it framed and printed on a canvas. And I don't know if you'll be able to oh, see nice. that well. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. That one's great. Like, me as like hero, and then my Muppets making uh, also being heroes together. Bill Fahey, I, I was wondering, was the artist. I was wondering what he was printing at the office. <laughs> he used all the nice card stock. Uh huh. Yeah. I said, I said, Tori, find me your nicest stock, and he's like, it's all the same. And I said, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. There were two. He of said, them. leave there, me alone. Two. I just don't want to take up that much camera time. No. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Thanks, happy so birthday, Elise. Thanks. Did you guys get to, yeah, happy birthday, Elise. Thanks. Did you guys get to do anything? do anything fun? Watch Lord of the Rings Two Towers. Extended, um, special extended edition. Uh, ate nice. fried chicken. Ordered fried chicken. Which is great. 
uh, went and like kind of walked. Obviously, the beaches are closed, but like walked around near the beach, which is great. Like, could kind of see the beach. It's kind of sad because someone like Elise, who loves the beach and it's like part of her spirit, to go to a beach and where where we are in L.A., they they have like actual police tape like on the dune and it's like you can't go but there's the street and then there's police there's like maybe five feet of sand and then there's police tape Mm -hmm. and then all the volleyball nets have all the nets pulled down and everything (laughs) you can't you can't go into it so it's it's interesting just going there and then just seeing elise just she's just like it's like a dog looking at another dog in a yard she's just like (laughs) watching and looking out there and i always think of that simpsons episode where Bart and Lisa have to stay with the Flanders and Todd and Rod go to bed at like 7 p.m. and it's still light out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how things were for me. As a kid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we went to the beach and uh, you got a cake. Got an ice cream cake because Baskin Robbins is still in business. Mm-hmm. Really? You're keeping mm-hmm. him in business with all the ice cream cake you keep buying? <laughs> can, can I just say, though, Baskin Robbins, I forgot about it. And I, at some point... I'm I'm gonna get trapped in here, trapped in this space long enough that I'm gonna go crazy and just go eat everything. But they have, and I got one a long time ago. They're cookie ice cream cakes. So they're like cookie cakes. They're like the size of a pizza, and, and they're ch- mm-hmm. cut slice like a pizza. But the base is a cookie, and then they're covered in a thin layer of ice cream, and then more toppings on top of that. I've gotten one before, mm-hmm. and it's incredible. And we went in there to get something for her birthday. And I was like, oh, my God, they have the cookie pizza. They have the ice cream cookie pizzas. At least you probably want one of those. And she was like, no, I don't think so. I think I would like an ice cream swirl cake. And I was like, are you, you bitch? You, you come bitch. on. What, why are you really thinking of yourself? Like, um, but we did. So we didn't get one. And now we're eating this ice cream swirl cake, which is so dense and sweet that you can only have like a thin slice. And we would. it's yeah. the kind of thing where a birthday cake you're supposed to share with people, but we can't. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, that's what happened to me. My birthday was a couple weeks ago. My uh, sister-in-law brought me this big cake. She's a pastry chef. She made this giant, beautiful cake. And I, I ate like half of it myself over the course of the week and then threw out <laughs> yeah. the rest. The good thing about this cake is it, it's designed to be in the freezer so it can last. Like it's got time. It's not just like there you s- go. sitting out somewhere that, you know, getting dry yeah but, it's man. the cormac mccarthy's the road of cakes that's yeah. exactly Ooh. what i was thinking but didn't know how to put it that's into what words. it said on the poster <laughs> yeah basket Basket Robin. It, the, the branding like department cake, there but yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a depression cake but it lasts <laughs> yeah. against all adversity <laughs> yeah yeah and there's a boy <laughs> there is well a boy. <laughs> james i'll have you know i just ordered a cookie pizza for myself online while we from were from right Robbins now right now <laughs> You didn't even consult me on which flavor to get. Which oh, flavor did you get? Well, I'm at checkout. Which flavor? I was going to do peanut butter and chocolate. No, no, no. You want the cookie dough. Chocolate chip cookie dough. Cookie dough. Because then they have okay, balls of cookie half. dough on top of it. They are monsters. John, I'm, t- I'm telling you now, though, they are monsters. The chocolate chip cookie dough polar pizza ice cream John, treat? You just did all that meal prep. Oh, yeah, right. But he also well, made this, these will be my dinners. My meal preps are lunch. Okay. This will be my dinner. Okay. Okay. I want to see this basketball. Okay. I want to make sure you're getting the right one. Robin. Did I ever tell you the story of when I was a kid? I must have been four, maybe five years old. And my mom let me take my birthday cake and ice cream 
to school the next day for lunch, and I'm pretty sure it was just a mean prank. What? Because <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? the ice cream, uh, too? Well, well, because, yeah. So I remember saying, wow, I love that ice cream cake. Can I take it to school tomorrow for my lunch? My mom went, yeah, sure. And so I packed it in my pail. <laughs> And then, you know, come lunchtime, I open it, and then it's just this big soggy oh thing. Oh my and god! I went, right, ice oh, cream Oh, she knew. Yeah, <laughs> we had we had ours <laughs> out for. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying. I, I just imagined my mom, uh, just at work laughing, being like, "How much she hates her kid." <laughs> so, did you have other food to eat? No. It all. It, well, <laughs> yeah, he had a sandwich too, but the the bread soaked up all the ice cream. <laughs> I literally had ice cream and cake and I couldn't eat either of it. And so <laughs> I think I just went hungry that I was in kindergarten, if I recall. Well, you uh, could have eaten yeah. it. It just would have been bad and you chose not to. Well, I think I, I think it was you just, like, just I was upset it, because it, it out. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, no. John, I look, adult me would have. Yes. Just slammed mm-hmm. it because <laughs> I, I have no shame. These are the situations that create the garbage disposal that is adult Adam. Who will eat anything and <laughs> yeah. that's left behind? Um, I, John, I, I'm looking I've gotten, at the Baskin Robbins page. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Adam. Oh yeah. Oh no no no. I, I want to hear about this cake. Well, so I'm looking at the options. We got mint chocolate chip polar pizza mm-hmm. ice cream treat, Oreo cookies and cream polar pizza ice cream treat, custom. I don't know. I trust the chefs. Uh, chocolate chip <laughs> cookie dough polar pizza ice cream treat, Jamocha almond fudge and Heath. Which when I saw it, mm-hmm. uh, red as health, Mm-mm. and I was like, I was like a health polar pizza, <laughs> um, Heath polar pizza, and then there's the peanut butter and chocolate Reese's peanut butter cup polar. That's pizza what I'm looking at. Pizza. I love me some peanut butter. I, I just think yeah. that might be too I'm much. I go, I go with it. I would say entry level is the chocolate chip cookie dough because it's just more cookie. It just feels like you got more cookie. Cookie on the bottom, okay. cookie on the top with ice cream in the middle. Then once you've graduated beyond that, then I would say try the more extreme flavors. Like the- Maybe I'll buy both. Cookie or cookies and cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mm. cake is to a cookies and cream cake. But I what is, have What does eaten- chat think? Yeah. We'll uh, see. They're, they're saying get the designer handbag cake. <laughs> uh, it is a cake shaped like a designer handbag. Uh, oh, you're just looking at custom cakes? Price. Yeah, no, I'm on the Baskin Robbins page, and one of the things that I just looked up cakes and pies, and one of them is a handbag cake. I'll say this about the Baskin Robbins trip: most people, there, the the workers there were being very diligent about trying to keep people organized and like distant and stuff. But the people there, all they cared about was ice cream. Mm -hmm. There was there was probably more people in that store than there should have been, and they put X's on the floor where you where you were supposed to stand. Elise and I were standing on those X's and everyone else, all the customers were just running around. There was one dude that was just like storming from one side of the store to the other because he had to look at all the cakes and he was trying to take it all in. And I was like, dude, you got to. When I went grocery shopping yesterday, um, I was standing in line and I was waiting and I was looking around. Every single employee had the mask down below their nose. And that's what this uh, guy had for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I mentioned to one guy, I was like, hey man, you should have that over your nose if you want to protect yourself. And he's like, Yeah, okay. And he put it up. And then literally he was walking away and fifteen feet away, he just pulled it down again. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I maybe realized with how the respiratory uh, track works. There was there was this lady, like I was in the self checkout line, and there was this lady near where like you get your bags, 
and she was bending down, loading her bag, and she was right next to the thing. And this guy came over and literally leaned over her and was like, like basically standing over like a football, like a quarterback in the the guy who hikes the ball, mm-hmm. like to That's grab super. bags. And I was like, dude, you're like breathing oh in God. her ear. I didn't yeah. say anything. Of course. Not. I didn't want to seem like a crazy person, but no. mm-hmm. protecting the people around you. Yeah, it was so weird. Like mm-hmm. how little people cared. Yeah. Um, or I, maybe just how little people understood of like what they should be doing. I, I ran into a guy who I, I think was trying to make like a prank video, but I couldn't tell. Um, and like, so he was just walking around, he was putting on a fake accent and he kept going, is this America? Is this America? And I'm like, I, I can tell you're doing a fake accent. And then I was, I was just sort of like confused. Like I was at a home Depot just getting supplies and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. And I kept, I was just looking, I forgot what I was looking for, but I was just like going back and forth. I was, I couldn't find this one item and he was doing it to other people. And this couple is like looking around, like, where's the camera guy? Like they asked him like, where's your camera guy? Like, are you making a dumb YouTube video right now? Like, stop it. And then I saw him walking away, defeated. I, I, don't, I couldn't find the camera guy. I don't know where he was filming. I thought there was maybe a drone somewhere. somewhere but You're going to end up in a video that has 25 million views on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even yours. It's going to have, it's gonna have a, a, a like to dislike ratio where it's, you know, one like for every 9,000 dislikes. But it's still going to have 25 million views and be fully monetized. So who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Then I'm going to be right. Um, I I have actually pulled the, the weirdest stories from the week. One of them being posted only like 45 minutes ago. Um, and it's up to y'all to decide. Do you want to hear? Do we want to talk about the zombie hunters? Do we want to talk about Elon's baby? Do we want to talk about the five-year-old who's buying a Lamborghini? The monkey on a motorcycle that tried to <laughs> kidnap a child? <laughs> Or the, or the man who got arrested three times in one day uh, and just went on his merry way. I wish we had a big wheel that we could spin yeah. with all of these things on it. And and we talk about it and we never remove anything from the wheel. So say it lands on that, that monkey on a motorcycle twice, we have to talk about so it So we twice. got man arrested three times in a day, monkey on a motorcycle, Elon child, child that tries to buy sports Lamborghini. car. What was the fifth one? Zombie hunters. Zombie hunters. Let's talk. Man. We should talk about Elon. Now, let's get. Okay. I, now I will say uh, to people listening, I pulled all of these from the subreddit, not the Onion. Yeah. It's basically uh, a subreddit where all of the weirdest stories get posted, where it seems like it should be a parody. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. It's the not, real world. Not the Onion is just the world we live in now. Unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so used to be funny when, when it was, when it, it seemed absurd and now you read, yeah, that should be, I actually, before I knew it, the onion was, I saw a article that said, Osama wishes America a terrible Valentine's day. Mm -hmm. And I brought it up in class. (laughs) And my teacher's like, that doesn't sound real. (laughs) If anyone out there can find it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Adam. I was going to talk about my favorite onion. Yeah, yeah, you go first. You do yours first. It's it's in one of the books, and I can't, I can't, I haven't been able to find it online. So if anyone watching has can find it, that would be fantastic. Uh, I've brought it up before, but the favorite thing that I've ever had in the Onion was in their big compilation books. They would have a section called, I think, Community Voices, 
where it'd be like oh people yeah from our and it was just pictures of people mm-hmm. well no it would it would be like the person like almost like a, a person wrote in like yeah someone from the community wrote in but it was a road cone and i uh. i almost i almost shit my pants laughing at it i was like in college or whatever and i was reading it with tears in my eyes reading it because it was like me am cone yeah orange am me <laughs> <laughs> me guide traffic go cars move like and it's just but it's like probably like 500 it's words really long. 500 words written all like that with an accompanying photo of a road cone like and it's just like it's cone. it's like it only has some stupid perspective oh that's the best thing onion's ever done in my opinion what the the quickest one that i think it, it was just surgical the joke that I did was a uh, forward thinking cat shits outside the box and it's oh, nice. just a picture of a cat <laughs> just looking at the owner. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. It, that was a that was a magical time when you're like, we can laugh. We can laugh it, at these things. It Elon, is oh, good. I'm just gonna bring it back around to Elon oh. for a second, because Elon Musk, his reputation seemed to have kind of declined a little bit. Depends on who you over ask. Over the I years, think. I feel like because it mm-hmm. has it like declined when, or has it shined? I don't know. All I can say is that <laughs> the shine. Uh, you know, there's there's so much controversy around him, especially right now with the stuff he said about the quarantine. Uh, you know, his first wife, that whole mess is like a whole thing. Um, and then I was reading. I couldn't sleep last night, so like you know, in the middle of the night, I was reading about how he just put two of his homes. Did you guys hear about this? To no. his like yeah. Beverly Hills homes, he put on the market sell by owner, um, because he's like he he says that he wants to live without a home. Like <laughs> he he's I forget his exact phrasing, but it's like now he he vows to live without home and possession mm-hmm. or something. And, so like and one, Grimes was like, we're not going back to the one bedroom apartment in East Hollywood, Elon. Yeah. And the, <laughs> I married you because you're rich. One of the houses is actually Gene Wilder's. Um, like old ranch and in the uh, listing what? for it he put like request that you do not alter this is but then he also put Gene Wilder slash Willy Wonka's house <laughs> in, the, in like the title <laughs> of it well you know he's and only done like, one thing you can just call him Gene Wilder People, <laughs> or do you just like, call him Willy Wonka slash Willy Wonka <laughs> but there have been many Willy Wonkas too by the by <laughs> Elon I, I think it's like he's the kind of person that, you know, used to be, in my eyes, at least a little bit more of an eccentric genius. Um, and now I'm, he's a little bit more maybe eccentric. Yeah. 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 He's also confused by his I'm confused by his cameo in Iron Man 2. Does anyone remember this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. They're at it. the racetrack in Monaco or whatever it is. And then Elon Musk is like shitting at a shit table, eating his shit food. And then Tony Stark goes, Elon, how's that electric uh, airplane coming along? And it's like, we live in a world with arc reactors. He would fuck right off. Like <laughs> his his solar roofs would be pissed upon in a world with unlimited chest energy. I, I like yeah. it should have just been Tony Stark spitting on him. But and in, even like fuck off. In the world but, of Iron Man, that Elon Musk has created like teleportation, though. Is the difference he had? He has Honestly, tubes all over yeah. the world underground. Oh. So like the, okay. you have to remember that it scales. So Elon mm. in our world owns a successful uh, technology company um, and really wants to live on Mars. Elon in that world has a fortress on Mars 
and creates teleportation. So like that's okay. the difference. It's trans still transportation technology, but it's it's scaled for Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. I'm more of a fan of uh, his cameo in Why Him, starring Brian Cranston and James Franco. Didn't Bernie also? Bernie got can- yeah. got cut from Bernie. Bernie and a number of other people were in that. They were supposed to be in the scene with Elon Musk, but then Elon Musk canceled, and then they just made it. It's just Elon. It's the only mm. one in that movie now. Oh, oh, that's a shame. That's how they get you. Bernie got Bernie. Bernie got musked. That's the cl- that's the classic line. That's what I've always yeah. said. Baby got musked. Yeah, it's really oh, funny. Got, I, guess, I just no, I just saw that email the other day, like, like yesterday. Um, I was trying to find the original invite Bernie oh. sent, where he's like, "Hey, there's this White House thing that they're All doing, right. and I can't go because uh, was it Josh Flanagan tweeted out? He was like, "Hey, thanks for being at a level of roosters." Like, oh yeah, I had a chance to go. Like it was like as the Obama administration was exiting, they were doing this like gamer summit thing and then bernie was like hey do you want to do this uh, and i told josh i would love to do this thing and he's like we're doing these 360 video shoots and i need you to wear leather pants and a see-through shirt and dance on stage with eye makeup <laughs> on i really need you to do that <laughs> was and it i remember it was obama because i remember we had a discussion we had a discussion with adam where we we're like you should do this because this will be the last opportunity to get in on this administration because we filmed 11 like, <laughs> little roosters in what december 2016 uh it wouldn't have been yeah. 2015 because i started working with you guys in november 2015. I, like we i said filmed- it, was, it was like right at that transition yeah um i mean like not that it matters but it was just sort of like it was like well this is this president is now exiting it was like, this is your last chance to, I've never met a president or done anything at the White House or whatever. And I'm like, oh, this that's kind of cool to do it like towards the end of a term. This is the White House. Like there's some, there's a historical moment tied to that. But instead I was dressed like a German uh, fuck boy mm. and um, performed in front of uh, children for like an ARG or something. <laughs> Sounds uh, like you made the right decision. Well, I, I think so. Yeah. But I saw that email because I was, I was looking through it and then I saw the one that said, why him? Uh, potential, you know, filming opportunity in like mm-hmm. Silver Lake, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that." So sorry, memory lane via the, no. the inbox. The exchange with Josh was so funny about the White House, and also because like Josh is a he's a veteran, <laughs> he's an Army veteran too, and uh, mm-hmm. so the fact that he's like, "No, don't meet the leader, the you know, commanding officer of your country. Come be a fuck boy in my music video." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, super funny. Well, he knows. He knows. He's got his priorities straight. <laughs> Uh, uh, so we're talking about Elon Musk for a specific reason. Yes. So Elon Musk, all everyone listening, you've probably heard by now that Elon Musk and Grimes are welcoming a child onto this earth. I'll just read a little snippet from the article. Tesla's CEO Elon Musk and singer Grimes have welcomed a baby boy. When someone asked the baby's name, Musk replied, and this is over Twitter, X Ash which is the A and the E put together. It's pronounced Ash. Uh, A12 Musk. <laughs> um, and shared a photo of the baby with a filter that gave the newborn face tattoos. Yeah. Uh, and Grimes, regarding her pregnancy, is quoted as saying, I just didn't really understand what I was getting into. Well, so, how could she have? <laughs> could, she could she have? have That's a good question. Elon Musk has five other children from his first 
marriage. But how many have? Faces? Yes. What are but their names? Along okay. with his, uh, along with his houses, he has disowned like Bob them, and, and he wants without yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, really? He decreed. He said, "I don't. I I choose to live without children." <laughs> uh, yeah. What are? Do we know what do their that. other the other kids' names are? That's a good question. Uh, I can look. I think it was like Tommy and uh, Blake. Uh, I saw Hilfiger. I, Ampersand. I, think two I saw and Tilda. I saw another article that was trying to decipher the name. Because oh, like, whoa! The A twelve is is the mm-hmm. uh, name for a stealth plane, the Archangel. So they're yeah. like, it could be X Ash Archangel Musk. <laughs> well, it's probably like they represent. Those symbols represent another name. Well, also, right. apparently Elon Musk owns X.com. Hmm. So he's banking on his child oh, yeah. being famous, and then he'll have that hmm. domain name parked. His kids are Nevada, Damien, Griffin, Xavier, Saxon. And Interestingly enough, they're twins and triplets. So they had oh. a pair of twins and a pair of triplets from, wow. from in his previous marriage. I By the way, it. when well, you're a genius, you gotta you gotta spread your seed so you well, can have more smart mm-hmm. kids. That strikes me as the kind of thing where people are getting fertility treatment, and because that's what happens if you can't have kids and you Gattaca. get fertility treatment, and they're like, "Oops, we accidentally gave you too much of the baby juice. <laughs> now you're gonna have twelve <laughs> yeah. of them. I hope that's okay." You're like, "Oh, I only wanted one. That's life." Um, were you aware that X.com was actually what? PayPal originally was. They were thinking exchange.com, but everyone thought x.com was just a fake URL. So they had to change it uh, to, to PayPal. Hmm. That's <laughs> interesting. That. I would think I that like x.com would be like porn. Or like yeah. or like slight porn. porn. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Just one Not X. Full just, porn. just like just just nip slips or something, right? <laughs> yeah. It's Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk for a second? Just Timberlake did her so dirty. She took all the heat for that. That little shit. What? I, was that Justin jean, Timberlake's fault? Her jean dress? Is I mean, it was, clearly, it was clearly planned that he was going to rip off the thing and her nipple was Oh, Janet Jackson. Oh, yeah. yeah. What the heck? She Everybody she loved it. All that flack. Well, but that's the Justin thing, Justin Timberlake, though. nothing. That's a society thing. I think, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake probably should have stepped in and said, like, no, we planned it. But uh, the... The that's a society. The woman was at fault. How dare she? How dare she allow her boob thing to be pulled (laughs) off? Yeah. Do we want to issue an apology to Janet Jackson on this podcast? I didn't say shit at the time, so I'm not apologizing. I I like the sound of that. I say, I say, just on behalf of everyone. I don't know. Sure. The world. Yeah. Janet. Janet. On behalf of the United States of America. And President George W. Bush, we apologize for being offended by your Tay-Tay. As a member of the administration, Adam agrees. Uh, uh, Josh, is that okay? Josh (laughs) says it's fine. He's screaming at you to dance in 3D. (laughs) 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 It was those stupid 360 videos that... Never became anything other than what they are. I don't Adam, know. what do you put it what? on your reel? Put it on your reel. It's the most immersive experience. There's, you know, who doesn't have something like that on their reel? Liam Hemsworth. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because he he's not going to be applying like at a Cold Stone after this. Like, <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> hmm. 
I don't like how you changed um, the official speaking, ice cream supplier of this episode. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Speaking of things you can only watch on your phone, like 360 videos, let's hear a word from our sponsor, Black Box Down. There are over 100,000 flights around the world every single day. With airplanes being the safest way to travel, what happens when one fails? Well, Black Box Down is going to let you know all about it. If you're a fan like me of Rooster Teeth and you grew up listening to all the Rooster Teeth podcasts, and you've listened to Rooster Teeth podcasts one through 500 multiple times, you'll know that Gus is a huge uh, aviation fan and that it's very interesting when he talks about when the airplanes go down. So there's actually a new show about it called Black Box Down. It's Rooster Teeth's new aviation disaster podcast. Join Gus Sarola and Chris Damaris as they break down the facts and trace the steps that led to tragedy. From some of aviation's earliest incidents to modern day catastrophes, they detail what exactly went wrong, how it could have been prevented, and the steps taken to make sure they wouldn't be repeated. Each episode, they talk about a different incident and speculate on how these freak accidents occurred. If you like true crime podcasts but want something fresh and unique, check out Black Box Down. Listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Click the link in the description and subscribe now. And we're back. I thought it was a great nipple. What up? Oh, yeah. I didn't didn't even see it live. I just saw all the... I saw the censored news articles about it yeah, so i didn't I even get that. to see her boob <laughs> you could google it right now if you really wanted to do you see the video re- that came out recently of j-lo teaching shakira how to shake her butt for the halftime show j-lo no. teaching shakira? j-lo teaching shakira i, mean, I guess that at that point it's nuance it's nuance yeah. you know masters have masters can learn from each other i suppose yeah mm-hmm. i mean well you spend years shaking your ass one way mm-hmm. and then you gotta shake it a uh-huh. way. yeah so I don't know. Did y'all hear about how Janet Jack or what's her name? Janet Jack. J Lo. Jennifer Lopez. J Lo never actually sang on any of her tracks. What? I saw a YouTube video about it. This is a thing (laughs) that happens that actually happens a lot, or at least maybe back in the day in pop music before auto tune was mastered, where producers would record songs that they made themselves with just like unknown singers. Um, and then they'd sell those songs to the studios, to these big artists. And then a lot of times they wouldn't replace the vocals because the, the actual star couldn't sing very well. Um, and there was, there was, it was like a 20 minute video where the person was pulling interviews from producers and comparing the demo tracks to the actual release tracks that were on JLo's album. And it was the same exact thing. It like, wow. I don't remember it. Uh, I, I watched it and I went, Oh, and then I forgot about it until just now. She but, sang a whole um, song about being real though. That I'm still Jenny from the block. No, that well, was no, the, one of them. I'm thinking of the Ja Rule one. Like when she's like, I'm real. Ja Rule sang like Oscar the Grouch. The way you move, the way you talk. <laughs> 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 it, it was anyway. it was like a cartoon character. I remember just be, I remember yeah when he would come on in that like summer of two thousand two. You're like that. <laughs> why is that Muppet singing? <laughs> well, he's also that's someone that's gonna have a fire festival. He also is just he's so smooth, <laughs> right? Like he has a very round head. Yeah, 
And so he almost looks like you could imagine someone just has their hand in there and they're just. <laughs> ja Rule don't deserve this. Ja Rule. Maybe he does. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know much about Ja, ja, ja Rule's rules. Documentary. But I think I think it ja is fair ruled. to say. Ja Rule. Not anymore. Yeah. He ja Rule. Yeah, oh. yeah. His time has come and gone. I think Firefest, at least, is right. It buried him. Poor Ja. So is Elon Musk Poor kind ja. of like getting swept up in things? Or is he doing the sweeping? Do we know? What do you mean? What do you mean? With his whole, like, not understanding the quarantine thing? I don't know. We have a lot of topics to get through. Okay, sorry. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean that is, that is a thing where he seems to be unhinging where because, like, his stock is dropping or whatever. He's but been like, we need to get people back on the streets. That was Let's another thing. The CEO that. of American Airlines announced... That it's it's safe for everyone to travel now. So, oh yeah, sounds like <laughs> didn't he say he sounds did like we're testing. through it? Yeah, that, that was like that study that said if you don't eat meat, uh, you're more likely to be depressed. Except it was done by like a meat council <laughs> or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if you don't own a car, uh, there's a good chance that you will die sad and alone. This survey has been brought to you by Chevy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Chase, that's most of those things. There's a mm-hmm. what is that? It's just listening today to a podcast where there's an article called uh the science of science i haven't gotten to read it yet but i loaded it up and it's all about those studies and stuff about how you can read like basically look at them and go this is bullshit <laughs> like yeah we de- we've definitively figured out, we tested two college students and we have definitively figured <laughs> out that gluten is bad it's like nope that's not how can't do that yeah well that's, that's the thing that always happens study. is there will be like a uh, preliminary study that hasn't been proof checked at all or anything by anyone else. They're just like, we, we did this little control group, you know, mm-hmm. of 30 people. And we think that this might be a thing. Mm-hmm. And then the, that headline is what will explode and no one yeah. will actually read anything about it. And then yeah. across the country, news stations are talking about this idea that has no like, no evidence to actually prove it. Yeah. So what else do we have on that list? The wheel of news. Oh my gosh. So much. Let's let can we I'm I keep feel like I'm picking them, but can we do the monkey the monkey on the motorcycle? You want to talk about the monkey? Only because we'll probably get yeah. through it real quick. I did some research into it. I looked into the status there and it's it's kind mm-hmm. of scary. It's actually really scary. <laughs> it's 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 a little scary. It's a little sad, but it's also without that context of reality, yeah. like most things is hilarious. It's fun uh, to see. Basically, uh, you've probably seen little like shitty Motorola phone video recordings of monkeys on motorcycles driving around. It's like a mm-hmm. big kind of like street performance thing in different parts of Asia. And it's actually been banned in a number of places by like animal rights groups. Why? Um, <laughs> yeah, why can't monkey <laughs> ride a motorcycle? They're bad drivers. They're bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, but <laughs> somehow one of these monkeys, maybe he's retired. Um, maybe he bought the bike. Maybe he saved up enough money and he bought the bike from his owner and now he just lives on his own. One of these monkeys rides up on his little motorcycle hops off of it and grabs this little child and starts dragging it away. 
Um, and just so everyone knows, the, the child was unscathed and basically after like 10 seconds of being dragged across the ground, stood up and kind of frustratedly walked back to her apartment. Um, <laughs> so was but, the monkey, uh, it's, was the monkey trying to like get the child onto the motorcycle to drive away with it? Yeah. So That's, the, so the, the, what I looked into was apparently this is a thing that happens to oh, really? kidnap children and put them into like trafficking, basically. Is there, it because you think they'll trust the monkey? No, I would trust the monkey. The, if you watch the video, the monkey has a very long leash oh. on, and so wait, really? Uh, yeah, the I didn't monkey see has that. a very long oh leash God. on, and the monkey is trained to grab, chil- like basically grab and pull children. And if you notice, after it does that, a leash starts pulling it back because they're. It's like fishing. Oh my god! Some, I some, did not see that. Some part of crazy, it. scary that, person. John, you're a, a whole new light. Fish for kids. Well, because what I was saying, I was like, this monkey didn't think it through because it abandons its motorcycle, and it's like, yeah. wait, if the monkey, the monkey was smart, it would wanted... jump on the motorcycle. Did you, John? But that's, did you think that's the nuts. monkey was trying to traffic the child, or did you think the monkey just wanted a child friend? I thought the monkey just wanted a friend. Well, I initially thought that the child was trying to escape a dangerous situation and had befriended the monkey, and the monkey said, I'll get you out of it tomorrow at noon. Meet me here. I'm going to steal a bike. Yeah. I'm going to steal a bike, and then I'm going to meet me here, and then I'm going to grab you and drag you along the ground until we're free. It's funny because there are these stories. There's a dichotomy here. Two very different stories from similar walks of life. We have the monkey on the vehicle trying to abduct the child to traffic them. And then we have the child in traffic driving the car to go purchase a Lamborghini. Oh, you're right. We do. Child traffic. Five-year-old boy was pulled over in Utah on his way to California to try to buy a Lamborghini. Let me just read the, the little snippet here of this. A five-year-old boy with $3 in his pocket was pulled over by Utah police while driving his parents' car to California to buy a Lamborghini. That's right. The boy left in the SUV after arguing with his mother, who said she would not buy him the luxury car. Parents Uh, just don't understand. (laughs) Trooper Rick Morgan said he was sitting on the front edge of the seat so that he could reach the brake pedal to keep the car from stopping while I was standing there. Once he was Hmm. pulled over... The child told the trooper he had intended to drive to California to purchase a Lamborghini for himself. He had three dollars. The starting price for a new Lamborghini is around two hundred thousand. So, oh, thank you, article. Once again, writer. not thinking it through. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm more worried that he didn't do the math because it's at it's a it's close to seven hundred miles to go from Utah to California. And depending on the vehicle, he might not have enough gas because mm-hmm. you you know well, that's know. for the three dollars. Yeah. You, he could pull up. He runs out of gas as he's getting into Los Angeles. And Elon Musk is like, I don't want my stuff anymore. You, child, take this. And yeah. it works out perfectly <laughs> in his favor. But then a monkey kidnaps him. As yeah, what could have been? It's all tied together. How did the parent not see that their five-year-old took off with the car, first of all? Second of all, how far did this kid get? Do we know that? Um, He was on the highway. I th- or no, no, no. Did, they thought they he was impaired. Him? Yeah, he was <laughs> weaving on Interstate 15. So he was, he was on the 15. So not only did um, he steal a car, but he was also drunk, is what you're telling me. Well, they, that was on what the, the trooper thought it was an impaired driver. Uh, I was oh. kidding. Um, he, go, he go, California. 
Yeah. <laughs> California. Well, the weird thing is, yeah. the 15 is how you get to uh, how you get to California from Utah. He knew where he was right. going. Yeah, I'm sure he used a smartphone. I mean, you you can you can talk to a smart device like it is a a, a, a sentient road cone, and it will tell you the answer you want. Uh, where yeah. I am? Just yesterday. California. Yeah, yesterday, am, go. Jess, well, Jess was brushing her teeth. And she got toothpaste on her, like a, a black sweater that she liked. And then she's like, what do I do? What do I do? And I just went, Google, toothpaste, black sweater, fix how. <laughs> and it, it, it quickly read out five to six, like, this is what you do step by step. It's, oh, so, wow. it's, it's how, a cool future, right? How long until like Google and those features like that start to become as condescending as most humans would be in that scenario? <laughs> So, like, you would say, Google, how do I get toothpaste off of a black dress? And it would go, well, you shouldn't have been wearing a black dress in the first place. Like, thank you for your help right now. Um, How do I do this? This is the scenario I'm in. I would say the best thing you could do to prevent this from happening again is put your put your toothpaste. None of this helps Google. How long until AI does that? Chuck it out the window. Yeah. So it feels like a real human conversation. So the kid get his Lambo or what? Uh, sadly did not. I think Elise made a good point of <laughs> that the mom was like, I'm not buying you a Lambo. And he's like, fine, I'm driving to California. And she's like, let's see how far he makes it. Yeah. That's true. I'm yeah. not calling this in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's parenting one one. There'll be a, this will be a valuable lesson. He'll learn one day. Yeah. It makes so. me think of that, uh, that news report where the kid kept like kept stealing cars and they're like, the news reporter goes, they're like, why do you keep seeing cars? And he's like, I just want to do hood rat stuff with my oh, hood yeah. rat friends. <laughs> yeah, that kid's great. <laughs> uh, oh, well. There's speaking of story. police. Oh. Oh, what were you going to say, Elise? Not, not, speaking of police. Well, I said speaking of Elise. No, okay. Uh, zombies. <laughs> zombies. They're everywhere. Um. So this article comes out. Excuse me. Comes out of Sweden. German zombie humper humpers. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> German zombie hunters stopped at Swedish border with car full of weapons. Let me just read the little snippet I copy and paste here. The couple belonged to a group called Zombie Response Team and were found to have 16 illegal weapons in their possession upon crossing the border. They arrived into the country in a Hummer vehicle, which bore a Zombie Response Team logo, as well as the rather ominous warning that infected people will be shot. The local prosecutor noted that they hadn't chosen the most inconspicuous of vehicles for smuggling weaponry. While the couple's defense attorney states the couple had not known that the weapons cannot be legally brought into the country. They were reportedly on their way to a summer house, which they had recently bought in the southeasterly Bleking region of the country. Beautiful. Um, Are they on to something? Well, I just thought it was interesting that when they were pulled over, they only had $3 in their pocket and they, they just wanted to buy a Lambo. With people, eccentric people like this, I'm always curious, like, because there's some information we can glean from this, which is they just bought a, a summer house. So they presumably own another house. And this is the second vacation home they're buying. What do they do for money? That's always my thing. I'm yeah. like, what do you do? Yeah. Because I'm. They have a by. zombie podcast. <laughs> is that what it is? Is that true? They have a zombie podcast? No, no, I have no oh. idea. 
That's yeah. a good question. Yeah, it's like, how did they get to this point? Mm-hmm. And yeah, how do they have how- so much excessive income? Or are they just in incredibly terrible debt? Yeah. Hu- humanity's mm. ability to succeed while also utterly failing is pretty astonishing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what I think was a little weird is that most of the weapons uh, would not, you know, they, they're not the weapons you want during a zombie apocalypse. What so the weapons. Yeah. Um, I had a list of it here. Uh, they didn't list all of them. They said uh, they didn't. They weren't sure how many weapons they had. It was from 16 to over 20. They had several crossbows, which I guess those are good if you can aim well. Um, not ideal, tasers. Though. That's worthless. Um, firearms designed to fire tear gas canisters, which we all know would have no effect on a no. zombie. No. Uh, not. Iron knuckles and one truncheon, which I am now going to Google. A, <laughs> a baton. So I guess that's uh. a blunt weapon. You could. I uh, guess so. You could I mean, knock a zombie like guns, over the head with that. Out of all that guns. And then maybe the iron knuckles. Yeah. Are the only thing. The crossbow, sure, but why, if you have guns, would you ever want a crossbow? Well, you don't want to shoot a gun during a zombie apocalypse, James. That's just going to bring more zombies. Is it? Now, yeah. Who should you be more worried about during a zombie apocalypse? The actual zombies or the person who's really excited to be in the zombie apocalypse? <laughs> Well, if there's That's one thing we've point. learned from Cormac McCarthy's The Road, um, it's that it has that lends itself to many comparisons. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. When I was younger, I wasn't excited for the zombie apocalypse. I'll say that right now. I wasn't excited. I wasn't saying, woohoo, let's end civilization. But I was very prepared for the possibility. Uh, my dad works in a... At the DOD, uh, he has a program, or he basically like to has the thing that you know in the event of chemical warfare. So I wouldn't think it would be some you know some you know unbelievable zombie <laughs> zombie virus, but you know there could be some form of like uh, enhanced rabies or something. So you're thinking kind of like in fuck the Robert uh, Planet Terror. How it's like, remember Planet Terror? Yeah, yeah. Planet yeah. Terror. It's more of a the biological zombification. Oh yeah, yeah. Never saw it. Sadly, hmm. I'll put it on my it. list. Watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch it during quarantine. Yeah. Now, I was thinking it'd be more like The Stand, where the whole world dies and then everyone just lives in Colorado or Las Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, <Okay. laughs> yeah. But. Oh, yeah. The, the embarrassing thing about my like thought process when I was in my early 20s was I had a I had a uh, three strike system <laughs> where, where um, if I experienced three things out of the norm, I would like ready myself with my go bag. I, kn- I only ever got to two. Uh-huh. And it was always like if I saw like a like a motorcade of military vehicles and then I heard I would hear someone scream like through my window down the street and I would just go, that's two. That's two. I never got to three, luckily. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's but, close. Uh, <laughs> Otherwise, where would you be now? Somewhere in the woods. 
Like yeah, I'd be like out a, in the woods. The Japanese soldier who st- thought World War II was still going on in 1991 <laughs> <Yeah>. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said that the only thing that would, if there was an apocalyptic type scenario, I'm pretty well prepared for it, except for contacts. I'd have to go, I'd have to try and, oh. objective one would be trying to get to a contact lens or glasses factory. And then hold I, up. That is there. actually, wear, you wear what the football players wear, right? The, the big visor. And just that way your head's protected, right? No, I mean, this is so I can see, Adam. No, yeah, I know, but the, I mean those, that. I thought those visors are a prescription. Are they for football? Are they? I, I keep doing this. I thought they were. Someone told me that. Oh, that, that's um, interesting. I mean, maybe so they, they are, but I, I don't know that. I don't know that I'm going to be able to find that either. <laughs> you go to a I lens craft, you'll find it. I mean, yeah. You said just get one Any, of those. I don't know that I'm going to find a giant football NFL quality lens that has my eye prescription. That seems like a lot harder to do. That, I feel like that's a circumstance that hasn't really been explored much. Maybe I haven't seen it. Maybe I mean, it's probably been explored in some sort of zombie whatever or mm-hmm. apocalypse, whatever. But yeah, corrective lenses or just, you know, anyone with bad vision, mm-hmm. you drop your glasses, break your glasses or yeah. run out of contacts. You have fucking bad vision for life. Yeah. I mean, I, that's, I, I have always done the math where I'm like, I'm sure that a world level event like that, that like there's probably enough glasses and lenses around somewhere that like you could get your hands on something if you really wanted to, but having to divert your survival strategy to do that is what's going to get you, get you killed. I I've, I've only ever really considered getting like LASIK or like corrective eye surgery, laser eye surgery for the sake of for the apocalypse. the apocalypse. Yeah, for the apocalypse. I just ordered a bunch <laughs> of contacts that actually arrived yesterday. So this morning I popped in a pair of freshies. My mm-hmm. eyes are feeling great. Oh. Um, nice. And it was because of kind of everything that's going on. I was like, oh, I should I should probably should be, order some be, stuff before, you know, shipping or production. Yeah, shortages of stuff. Yeah. Um speaking I, of Oh, sorry, go ahead, Adam. Oh no, I was just gonna well, say I, was, I remember a long time ago, I had I had Japanese these Japanese eye drops that were supposed to wake you up. I don't know if they ever did that. I think they just burned my eyes. But uh, that, that <laughs> well, was that's how it wake you. Go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling it. <laughs> my heart's racing. Um, speaking of the apocalypse, this isn't like a uh, you know this isn't a paranoia thing, but they're sorry, cops, Police siren, strike one, cops chasing that kid in the Lamborghini. That's strike one. Um, Strike, yeah, that's strike one right there. Um, this is something Matt did, and I've I've talked about for like two years now, saying, "Oh, I totally got to go do this." But something that a lot of cities offer, I know that uh, Los Angeles County offers it, which is it's not apocalypse preparedness, but it's like um, natural disaster, disaster preparedness. So, like, yeah, for instance, if there's an earthquake, and um, you know, they always talk about the big one in California. That very well could break a bunch of water pipes, break a bunch of power lines down, and we could be without water and power for multiple days, maybe even weeks. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what these uh, what these courses are: is they go over all of the all of the way, like how to get clean water, how to do this, how to do that. Um, and I'm not saying that's going to happen or that it's more likely to happen, 
but it's something that seems totally unnecessary, but could be helpful. Uh, right. You know, you, you never know. On. You run to the tub, turn the tub on. We have an earthquake yeah. Vigo, kit. Vigo did that. And we have like one of those life straws. Yeah. But that life straw ain't gonna do shit, let's face it. I ordered a life straw off of like woot.com and it was like $3 and I'm pretty sure it's just a like, it doesn't work. I mean, yeah. it's not supposed to be a complex device. It's, it's a glorified just, it's, McFlurry spoon. It's a straw know. with a filter in it that allows you to drink clean water. That's the idea. It's not supposed to be any, anything more than that. It's It's been getting a little, okay, it's been kind of chilly at night. We have a little, little fire pit in the back and I realized how not ready for the apocalypse I am that I couldn't get a fire going with a lighter. <laughs> mm, yeah. I was like, hmm, wood's not burning. Just like, don't you need kindling? I'm like, kin kindling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like remembering like the one time I went camping as a kid and like, oh yes, you must blow on the fire. <laughs> like my caveman instincts coming back to me. We ended up just buying like this uh, log that burns automatically for you. So yeah. I buy my fire on Yeah, I think Amazon. I'm gonna be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that stuff, well, I feel like you'd have time. If, as long as you have the water and the contacts, you have time to learn how to do kindling and fire. Those are survival yeah. techniques embedded in our brain. If Tom Hanks can do it. Tom Hanks can do it. Mm. Yeah. But um, until then, well, we have a backpack I think with a bunch that uh, kind of wraps it up for today. Y'all have any we, uh, closing thoughts? We covered all the stories. Kidnapping monkeys. We covered Elon all the stories Musk, except zombies. for the man who just couldn't stay out of jail. Oh, but yeah, the man who couldn't stay out of jail. Basically, he got arrested three times over the course of 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, no kind of funny. Kind of, another thing where it's kind of funny without context, but the sad part is, is that California has a zero bail policy. So basically, everyone who's getting arrested just immediately gets released. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, well, John, was it for the same crime? Because that can't happen. That's double jeopardy. <laughs> I've seen that movie with Tommy Lee Jones. That documentary. Yeah. Ashley Judd. <laughs> um, two Man. of the times it was for stealing cars. One time it was for him. He was literally just walking down the street, walking into yards and picking stuff up and leaving. <laughs> like he was literally like um, walking down the street and just stealing things as he went down the street. That's what neighborhood cats do. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't imagine yep. that much time of the day. Was it Jacob? Because I feel like he's he's the crime equivalent of Jacob. <laughs> he's figured out how to manipulate time in such a way that he can yeah. do more things than other human <laughs> beings can. Um, all right. Well, thank you, everyone, for hanging out with thank me today. You. Uh, thank you, John. Thank you, Rooster Teeth Chat, for hanging out with us live. Mm-hmm. And thank you, everyone at home. Well, I guess we're all at home. But everyone who's listening to this in the future, thank you, future people for listening um and we will see you on the next one have a great week see you next week roll those credits nick we don't have credits that's a joke (laughs) this is made by john and friends (laughs) yeah um